0: Last time on Pokemon Rollout, the group left Restful Fjord and started heading toward Peaceful Glen where they ran into a member of the Firo Corps who had lost a delivery and asked the group to help. As they adventured into the woods, they came across a Fletchling being attacked by a pair of Ekans. Professor Sneeze took out a Ekans in one shot with a rock while Charlie caught the other. Liliana caught the Fletchling. They found a lost Pokeball with a joltick on it which Charlie caught. They then successfully returned the Pokeball to the Ace Trainer at the Pokemon Center where they stayed for the night.
1: me their game master and you're listening to pokemon rollout a real play pokemon tabletop united rpg podcast what's your name
0: i'm paul and i play
2: charlie i'm michael and i play professor sneeze
1: and lydia couldn't be with us here today so i will be playing her character of liliana um just let you guys know i'm filming from or recording from a different location at the moment so i'm sorry if there's a little bit of reverberation in this one but hopefully you can understand me.
0: All it, right. It should, bal- it should balance out, because I have a new mic now, and so the higher quality on my end will, will balance out the poor, poor quality on your end. That's there we go. That's exactly
1: how these things work. <laughs> That's
2: what we're going for. We're trying to be all over the place.
1: <laughs> Indeed. No one should sound the same. Nothing at all. No. All right.
2: Anti-uniformity. Fight the system. Yay!
1: What system are we fighting? I don't know. All right. <laughs> Some system. All the systems. Okay, so you all wake up at uh, Peaceful Glen at that Pokemon Center and come down from your respective rooms. All of you notice as you enter into the main Pokemon Center area that your eggs shake. Ooh. It looks like they're getting ready to hatch fairly soon.
0: Ooh, awesome. Interesting. Uh, Charlie grabs yeah. his egg and kind of looks at it and like shakes it a little bit. <laughs> Can I get an intuition check? Uh, yeah, let me remember how to do that. Let's see here. Intuition. Uh, I'm untrained in that, so I get to roll 2d6 for that.
1: And Professor Sneeze, you can roll one as well as, if you like. All
0: right. uh, I got a 9 on my intuition check.
2: Okay. Ooh, I got a 17 on my intuition check.
1: <whistles> wow. Okay, um... Charlie, you noticed that the others kind of reacted at the same time, so it seems like the eggs really did shake at the same time. Uh, Professor Sneeze, you are pretty sure that they literally shook the moment you guys all appeared in the room, as though they were reacting to each other's presence.
2: Interesting. Okay. Uh, Should I do... No. Um, Well, I'll, I'll convey that information. Charlie, Charlie, bring your egg closer! Uh, Liliana, you two bring bring the eggs together. They seem to be communicating.
0: I I, I do that.
1: Okay. Uh, Liliana comes over as well. Um, when you put them down, they do quiver a little bit. Um, Professor Sneezes' egg quivers and then stays still. Liliana's egg actually rolls a little closer, mm. and then Charlie's egg rolls a little away.
0: Hmm. Interesting. Um. Can I? Uh, I would like to do. Uh, I'd like to do a Pokemon education check then. For sure. it's, a, it's untrained, but let's just see what happens because I'm I'm curious. Uh, I get a four on my Pokemon education check. <laughs> well,
1: they're you you know they're eggs and eggs shake when they're
0: about to hatch. <laughs> okay, awesome. You're pretty Don't sure. Don't worry, that's right.
2: Charlie. Let me examine it.
0: <laughs> cool. I've never seen an egg shake before.
2: <laughs> oh, good. Um. I got a 10 on my Pokemon education.
1: Okay, as far as you know, eggs don't usually react this way. This um, is unusual. The, the closest you found is among psychic types that uh, that are hatched with, tele, with telepathy that sometimes they'll react to each other as though they're communicating within the egg, but their reactions are usually more defined than this, so it doesn't seem like there's so much communicating as they're just kind of reacting to each other. It's unprecedented
2: as far as we know i smell a new dissertation in this i take out a notepad and start documenting everything <laughs>
0: okay um all right so even before i ask it i know this would be charlie's personality he says uh so where we're we going next and he just starts to walk out of the pokemon center
2: Hang on, Charlie. Let's let's convene and, and think about this before we make our decision about what we're doing. Now, we're supposed to be going through and battling the gyms so that we can make our way up to the Elite Four. That's, that's our ultimate mission. So, we've got to think about the gym that we'll be facing next. Let's see. Who's the leader of the next gym?
1: General Education, if you'd like to know. Uh,
0: general uh. Education. Sure, I'll, I'll I'll roll for that. Um, and you, sneeze might need to as well because uh, I just uh, I'm untrained to that. Sure. So I roll a five, so I probably know that there is a gym gym leader. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I didn't do there a whole lot a... better. I got an eight.
0: Okay,
1: um, you guys know that the gym leader who is at Clear Lake City has been there for a while. Um, you believe his name is McCool. Okay. McCool All right, uh,
0: and. Mukul, yes. Like, Mukul. All right. Does any of us have actually uh, have a town map? Like, Would we be able to look at and see where this is? Or is there a town map in the Pokemon Center?
1: On the Pokemon Center, there is tacked a town map. Okay. Or a region-wide map. And so it looks like your map of the Chandy region that you can find on the website there.
0: Okay, so we are we are in uh, we said Restful Glen, which is like I don't know roughly a third of the way to Clear Lake City.
1: Roughly a third of the way, yes. Okay. So, so it'll continue heading way north way. northeast. Okay. Yeah, take about two days of walking.
0: All right. So Charlie Charlie runs up to the map, says, "Uh, well, if it, if the next gym is in Clear Lake City, let's go there. We got we gotta go this way toward that big lake." <laughs> and. So it it, says. Hold it, it, up,
1: I'm gonna. Lillian says, "Hold up, let's. Uh, I'm gonna train my Pokemon first. At least get to know uh, this Fletchling that I caught before we start anything else here." Oh
0: yeah, that's, that's a good a point.
2: Good idea. Let's spend a little while training. <laughs> I should get to get to know Smoopy a little bit better.
0: Um, are we doing this inside the Pokemon Center, or is there an area we can do this outside? Or um,
1: There's an area. The, a nurse hears you say that and kind of hurries over to let you know that there's an area just outside to train Pokemon and go through there. Um, yep, training Pokemon takes about an hour, uh, if you can see the game. And you get, through training, you, your Pokemon gain EXP up to half their level. Uh, okay. Since Charlie is has Novice Command... They get up to half their level, and then they get an extra five EXP each.
0: What oh, nice. Saying? That's awesome. Okay. So, yeah, Charlie uh, Charlie decides to go outside uh, to train his Pokemon. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, maybe being a little bit foolhardy, he releases both uh, the Ekans that he just caught as well as the Joltik at the same time.
2: Charlie, no! Ugh. <laughs>
0: So to remind the listeners, uh, what what had happened last time was uh, I did I caught my Ekans, but it was you know attacking a a Fletchling at the time, and my Joltik was uh, sitting uh, atop a nice warm electrically electricy Pokeball, and I caught it. Now, uh, so I don't think either of them are particularly happy about that.
1: <laughs> All right, as they are released, the Ekans rears up, hissing but then it kind of notices where it is, and it just and gets, sounds kind of confused. The Joltec just goes very still. Especially since you release them right next to each other.
0: Okay. Um, yeah. all right, so I go, hey guys, you're my Pokemon now! <laughs> um, and I guess I, uh, try to approach, uh, try to approach the Ekans.
1: Uh, Charm check, please.
0: Charm. Okay. Let me... All right. Uh, This is unfortunately uh, my my pathetic skill, so I just have uh, 1d6 in this. But hey, I got a six. Hey! All
1: right. Nice. The Ekans continues to hiss, but it doesn't really change in tone, and it makes no move to attack you as you get closer.
0: Okay. Um recognizing this, that he he's being a little bit aggressive, I just kind of, I slow down, I kind of hold my hands up, like, whoa, okay, okay, it's all right, buddy. It's okay. Uh, I know you're trying to, to uh, uh, you're, you're doing something before this, and, uh, you know, I, I'm your trainer now. I'm going to take care of you. Are you hungry? Do you need some some food, some poffins or something like that?
1: The acting doesn't really react to anything until it, you say food. And then it just kind of looks at you, and its head is tilted ever so slightly to one side. Right.
0: Um, I realize that I say that, but I don't have any of those on me right now. But um, say, <laughs> I, uh, so a question about the world, like, is uh, is there food available for our Pokémon in the Pokémon Center, or is that something that we can get for them?
1: Um, there is a small mart nearby that you can buy food and things such as that in Restful Glen. I can also okay.
0: make food.
2: I happen to be a quite accomplished chef.
0: Awesome. Yeah. See. See. Uh, this. This guy. He. He'll make you some food.
2: Don't worry about it. I gotcha. Um. So I'll go ahead and I'll make some food. Um, okay. I'll. I'll. Um. I guess it takes what an hour or so. It takes at least a little
1: while to do so. Yes. That's an See. Ex- basic cooking okay.
0: and i, I think uh, charlie has decided on uh on uh naming his ekans uh just in this interaction he's like okay wow you you must really like, like food you must be uh uh but you're kind of angry there i'm gonna name you hangry <laughs> <laughs> all right hangry um, the ekans yes
1: <laughs> michael i'll say you can create candy bars or baby food yep with your basic cooking um I'll say that either of those only takes you about ten minutes to prepare because you're just kind of whipping them up quickly. But they do cost fifty dollars for the ingredients. Right.
0: And uh, I say, um, uh, Professor, is there anything that I can do to help? I mean, do you do you need any money for this?
2: Oh, sure. I just need a few basic ingredients. Um, yeah, I'll 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 whip up a candy bar for uh, hangry your your ekens there. I'll 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 make him a little little treat. Uh, but I just ah. need a few ingredients.
0: Awesome! Yeah, thanks. You let me let me give you this to uh, to help uh, take care of that at the, at the market, and so I, I give him a hundred poke.
2: Awesome! Very um, nice. I'll use all of that to make um, a recipe of two different candy bars.
0: So, at this time, does my does my Ekans seem placated?
1: Uh uh-huh. It's watching intently as the food is being made, and after it is fed, it seems much more relaxed and willing to listen to what you're saying. Awesome. At about this point, you realize that the, you feel something brush on your hip, and you realize that the, that the Joltic has been sitting on top of one of the Pokeballs <laughs> for the last five minutes. It got over there.
0: All right, so I'm like, whoa! Hey there, buddy, how you doing?
1: Gives you a look and then just kind of goes back to sitting on the Pokeball. <laughs>
0: um, I reach down to pet it with my finger because of how, how tiny the little joltic is. Okay, uh,
1: it tenses up and you see a spark move across one of its fuzz.
0: Yeah. Um, okay. Say, hey, okay, hey, it's okay, buddy. It's all right. And I, I keep just I just gently uh, rub its fur, uh, maybe getting little uh, tingly shocks as I do that. Uh, it's okay, little buddy. I think we're gonna call you Zaps.
2: That seems like a very appropriate name.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's starting to calm down under being petted. Um you can do to increase your standing with these Pokemon, you can either choose to do charm or command. If you're doing charm, you're being friendly with them. If you're doing command, you're you're basically treating them more more like animals. Like this is what you do, this is what you don't. Uh, those type of things.
0: All right. Um, hmm. Mm-hmm. I think even though it's pathetic, I think on the Joltic I'm going to do. Uh, I'm going to try a, uh, to charm it. I'll do a charm check, I guess. Okay. Which is unfortunately pathetic, but let's see how we do to two. All
1: right. Um, it's still staying glued to the Pokeball and not really moving that much.
0: Okay. Does it seem content, though? It seems content, just sitting there. All right. Um, I think I'm going to let that uh, hold hold tight for now. Uh, with the Ekans, though, I think I would like, so he, he's eaten. I'd, I'd like to uh, do a command check and try and help train it up a little more. I'm okay. at a novice level of that. All right. Uh, so I got a 10 on that roll.
1: All right. It will listen to you during this training session then. Okay. I know what you're saying. All
2: right. I'm going to um, release my Pokemon as well. Um, okay. What, I guess, is, is there any detriment to having my Magikarp out on dry land? Would it be...
1: It flops around, but it does not seem like it's dehydrating or anything.
2: Okay, then I will have all three out um, and work on training them as well too. All right. They're all pretty friendly toward me anyway, so. Uh.
0: Yeah, I do. I do the same thing with uh, with Bernie and uh, and Chomps as well.
1: And you've noticed in one area, uh, Liliana has actually released and has been talking to the Fletchling and working through that, and she's uh, started up some sort of training going on with that, and her Magikarp and uh, Spicy, her, her, Tur- her Turtwig as well. Awesome. Um, it, Michael, just realizing, looking at the Magikarp that have been released, Magikarp have a strange ability to not die. Okay. Like, they're pathetic Pokemon who just can never do much of anything, but they're weirdly difficult to kill unless you're actively trying.
2: Okay.
0: <laughs> it's,
1: it's just one of the peculiarities of the Magikarp that you've, like, run on. You've run across treaties upon treaties about it, but no one knows why. They just don't die unless you try to, unless you attempt it on them.
2: All right. So it's a mystery. It's a Pokemon mystery. Indeed. <laughs> um, All right. So for training um, the Pokemon... Mm-hmm. There's no check necessarily involved with that. I just spend um, the time doing it.
1: I do not believe so.
2: I didn't think I We're saw. training one.
1: them. Yeah, no, you do not need to. There's no check involved. Um, okay. Yeah, it's just training them for things. If in the future you want to do a check of something for, like, bonus points, uh, if you describe, like, the routine you're running them through, and and do a check that way have them do checks that way i can give you bonus points in that case but
2: okay
1: for the most part it's just training
2: we're just gonna work on some team building exercises all right schmoopy i want you to fall backward into melody's arms <laughs> it's a trust fall
1: the sea slug gives you a confused look <laughs> because it's a sea slug it didn't catch most of those words Melody is just kind of looking long-suffering, but not saying much.
2: <laughs> Melody is so patient with me. <laughs> it's wonderful.
1: All right. So training goes well for the group. you so all of your Pokémon gain uh, half their level in EXP. Uh, Charlie's characters gain half their level, plus five.
0: All right, so... Uh, training's done, uh, Charlie says, uh, okay, um, I'm bored with this, so let's go to the next place. It's
1: <laughs> right. nice and high in the sky, everything's ready to go.
2: Um, quick question before we yes. go, regarding the man from the Fero Corps, um, mm-hmm. he said that he would meet us, or he would find us.
0: Um, he
1: said to go to the do the uh, Firocor headquarters here in town, and let them know that you dropped off the location. And then uh, he would not meet you there, but you'd always have a fa- a friend in a favor.
2: Okay.
0: Okay.
1: So, you can assume that you did that last night, if you okay. so chose. Sure. Sure.
2: Okay.
0: Okay. Okay. And then, so as a group, do we get more money for that? Because he said he would. Yes. yes. Wasn't there going to be some? You are correct, Cashola. <laughs> money, money,
1: money, money, money. <laughs> I see. I see what you're looking for now. No. Uh, yes. Each of you gets five hundred Poke. Woo-hoo. All right. that. Like that. Um.
2: While we're in town, there is there a Poke Mart?
1: There is indeed.
2: Hey, um, I need to stock up on some Pokeballs. Uh, okay. I'm running low on those, so I'm gonna hop in and. Hello, my good sir! I'm looking for some Pokeballs!
1: Well, old timer, we've got a couple here and there for you. We've got the uh, basic Pokeballs here for you. We don't really have much cause for any of the fancier types, and I'm selling them here at 300 Poke a piece.
2: Excellent. Wait a second. I think you're trying to hustle me. That sounds a little pricey to me. I'll give you two hundred a piece.
1: Can I get a roll?
2: Yes. What roll would you like? Um,
1: charm. Uh, charm would be the best one. Charm. What do I? I don't think my charm is very good. Eh, oh well.
0: Um, what is Liliana's charm?
1: Hers is untrained, but she has adept guile.
0: Okay. Uh, could we maybe uh, be like, Hey, Liliana, uh, I'm running low on Pokeballs, too. Could you kind of try to sweet-talk this guy and get us all a better deal on this?
1: Liliana goes up and talks to the fellow for a bit. Um, don't quite catch what she said for it, but in the end, he is offering you uh, the Pokeballs for 200 apiece. Yes. All
0: right, uh, w- with that, uh, Charlie also says... Awesome. Uh, tell you what, I will give you—I'll give you nine hundred for five, and I will roll. Let me see if I can. Uh, it would it would still charm be the best option for that?
1: Uh, charm, guile, or intimidate. Uh,
0: well, uh, since I'm untrained in guile and pathetic in the other two, um, <laughs> let's uh let's give guile a shot. Uh, I get an eight. So I'd say something like, eh, you know, these there's a guy down the street who, who's doing a much better deal than this. I'll, I'll, I'll give you 900 for five of them, man.
1: He considers it for a bit, and then nod seems reasonable.
0: All right. And with that, Charlie is broke.
1: <laughs> I'm going
2: right. to buy two of them for the agreed-upon 200 apiece.
0: All
1: right, and that sounds good. Perfect. The shopkeeper is looking a little disgruntled, but he took your prices and paid for for everything there.
2: We've supported the local economy. We've done our bit.
1: (laughs) Sure you have. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so you're heading on the road then?
2: Let's go! Adventure awaits!
1: All right. Who is in front? Well, Charlie, of course. (laughs) <laughs> probably probably. <laughs> Okay, can I get a perception check
0: from everybody? Perception. perception. Um, I got an 11.
1: Seven. Okay. Sun is shining, birds are singing, it's a lovely day out here in uh, the Rolling Plains here. You see a couple of birds that are too far away to make out what type of Pokemon they are, wheeling in the sky. Um... Liliana points out, and Charlie can see as well, that the birds seem to have something in their claws. And as you watch, one of them drops whatever is in their claws. Starts heading towards the ground. Charlie, can I get an athletics check from you, please?
0: Uh, yeah. I'm untrained in athletics, uh, so I got I got a five out of that one.
1: Okay. Um, you realize just a second too late that what's plummeting to the ground is plummeting straight towards you, <laughs> and just as you're about to dodge to one side, you get comped on the head by a shellmet. So it looks like it... What looks like a helmet with a little, like, pink tongue wagging out of it lands right on your head, and you take, after losing your your uh, defense, you take sixteen damage.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right.
1: Ow! Helmet comes down and just bounces down. It's kind of spitting angrily and going oh, down. Uh, right. As you're watching, uh. Professor Sneeze, can I get an a- athletics check from you? <laughs> Ugh. I'm terrible at
2: this.
0: I'm guessing, oh, he's really good at, I'm guessing he's really good at athletics.
2: I got a six <laughs> out of my pathetic un- athletics.
1: You actually managed to jump out of the way as the second bird dropped something from the sky.
2: I'm mean, completely decrepit!
1: <laughs> what looks like the discarded shell of a shell that lands next to you, it's just the metal bits. But then suddenly you realize it's quivering.
0: Hmm.
1: Like it's moving around a bit. And if you peek inside, you see literally the smallest shellmet tongue you have ever seen is inside of it. It looks like it's almost having trouble moving around it in its shell, because it's so small. Hmm. Interesting. So, both of them are on the ground here now. Neither one of them are happy. Um... And the birds that are above seem to be seem to be heading down after them.
2: Mm. Um, um. Can I tell what kind of Pokemon these birds are?
1: Uh they're fairly far away, so give me a Pokemon education check.
2: Pokemon education of fifteen.
1: Okay. It looks like these birds are Starly. Mm. They are well known for. Their harsh cries for moving around in packs and for being somewhat cowardly of birds. Mostly, most of the time they go after things in packs and work to fight them there. So these ones seem to have broken off from the pack because they found some juicy food.
2: Gotcha. Okay.
1: Okay. So they dive bomb closer but um. before they can do anything else. It looks like it is Professor Sneeze who is up first.
2: Alright, I'm going to Um Yeah, I'm going to release Schmoopy. Uh Come on out, Schmoopy, we've got work to do.
1: Alright, the the sh- sound Yeah. Alright, the Shellos jumps out and is just looking around. Uh, at the same time as you release that, um Liliana releases Spicy by her side to get ready to go. And Charlie, it's your turn. Uh,
0: Charlie uh, releases Bernie, uh, his torch. Uh, out. Uh, come on out, Bernie. Uh, he's still not quite sure what's going on, but he sees everyone else getting their Pokemon out, so he, he does so as well. Okay.
1: Bernie is up first. You notice that the Shelmet are kind of angry enough, angry enough that they're going to be lashing out at whatever they see.
0: Okay. Um, So, Bernie... um, I think Bernie is a little bit more interested in the the bird's dive bombing. Now, would he be able to rake? Are they close enough for him to make a ranged attack on them right now, or is that... Um...
1: They have just gotten close enough that a ranged attack is possible.
0: Okay. So I could... Um... Yeah, you'll have to help me out on the calculations with this. But um, uh, Trevor says, uh, Bernie, uh, use Ember on, on the one closest to you. So whichever okay. one is in, in closer range, he uses uh, Ember attack. Sounds perfect.
1: So first you roll d20. All
0: right, d20. Good, thank you. Uh, we got a crit, 20.
1: Nice. OK. So first roll 2d6 plus and then add 15. Okay, uh,
0: so that's uh, 7 plus 15 is 22.
1: Okay, and then at, roll 2d6 again and add 8. Uh, 3
0: plus 8 is 11, uh, so it would put me up okay. to 33.
1: 33 is your total. Okay, and you hit the first Starly with that, who much the worse for wear after that hit. In fact, you can tell you've put up a decent burn on him, and he is really flagging and having some difficulties there. Okay. Okay. He hasn't dropped yet, but he looks like he's about to. Okay. Then next up is Schmoopy.
2: All right. Uh, Smoopy will target the other Starly. I'll say, uh, Smoopy, hit that other Starly with a mud slap!
1: Okay. Um.
2: Is that is it close enough? I guess for a mudslap.
1: Mudslap.
2: It's a range of three.
1: Yes. Uh, there are some rocks and trees nearby, so oh, if okay. it wants to hit, it is a little too far away. But if you want him, if you would have Smoopy jump up at it, it would roll its athletics to make sure it can get close enough.
2: All right, we'll do and that. And Smoopy's
1: athletics is two d six.
2: Smoopy, get up there and hit it with a mudslap. All right, two d six. Nine.
1: Okay, it manages to jump high enough that it fires off a shot of mud. All right. So, d20 first. Eighteen. That hits solidly, so 1d6 plus 15.
2: Uh, Nineteen total.
1: Nineteen total, okay. And we are going the optional ground rules that it, that ground us half damage to flying, unless it's a ground source necessarily, in which case the flying type can get away. So that one does hit, but it doesn't do terribly much damage to the flying Pokemon I'm mostly there. I'm going
2: for reducing the accuracy.
1: <laughs> yeah, so it, it kind of brushes it off a decent amount, but it still did some damage, and you definitely lowered his, his accuracy somewhat. Okay, now it is Spicy's turn to move. And Spicy runs up and does a leap off of a rock. Which doesn't manage to get him as high as he'd like, so instead of looking like he was going to headbutt him, he instead flips around and fires a ball of green energy from his mouth, which manages to strike that second Starly, and that second Starly takes that hit, which hurts it a little bit more, but it's still up and kicking pretty well. Perfect. Now, it's the shellmuts' turn. And the first shellmet turns to look over at Charlie um, suddenly and fires a dart of something out of its tongue at him. Would so I just, be able to
0: do uh, like uh, an athletics check to maybe dodge out of the way? Um, in this case, no.
1: Okay. But it manages to hit him with a little dart of energy there, which does well, it First, it did 14 damage, but minus your special defense, so it did 9 damage to
0: you. 9 damage, okay. hmm And where did it hit me? It just hit you in the arm. Ow! Now my head and my arm
1: hurt. <laughs> Seems to be doing better. The second Shelmet just kind of shudders, but it spits some acid out at Professor Schneeze. No! which manages to hit, and it does damage minus your defense so it does 12 damage to you
2: 12 that includes my de- my defense
1: yeah that's that's minus your defense so 12 damage total okay okay now the starly are going so the first starly actually squawks turns around and starts flying away it got hit by that burn it is done
0: is there anything I can do to uh, pursue it? Because I want to catch that thing.
1: <laughs> it is rapidly moving out of your sight, but at the moment you could still take a you could still run forward and toss a Pokeball at it. So it's still in range of a Pokeball this turn. After sure. this turn, it'll probably be out of your range.
0: Okay, uh, good. And and also I I also have a slingshot as well. So
1: yep. So that. the slingshot lets you lets you fire it a little farther. So, yeah, it's well within your range now. Okay. But that one's going. It's getting out of here. Um,
0: Okay.
1: The second Starly sees that and hesitates for a second, but it decides it's not done yet, so it's going to try to swoop up its food quick before it heads out. So it actually takes a swing towards the first shellmet that hit the ground, and it hits a nice, solid crack. Okay, which sends that poor little shellmet reeling, it's still up, but it's looking much hurt as well. And that Starley's grabbing a hold of that shellmet as well. Mm. Which brings it back to Sneeze Turn. Okay. Um, your sneeze. Sorry, you're right. The
2: Starley that is holding the Shelmet yes. um, is... That's the one that uh, Shmoopy hit with a mud slap before, right?
1: That is correct, yes.
2: All right. Um, then I'm going to say, uh, Shmoopy, hit it with a water pulse!
1: Okay. It is well within range, so roll d20. Ooh,
2: that's a
1: four. Four. Mm-hmm. With a four, you just barely managed to hit it. Nice. Glancing blow. All right. Um. So 2d8.
2: 2d8 plus... Twenty-two. Uh, um, that'll be a thirty-six.
1: Thirty-six. Well, with that, that knocks that poor Starly out cold in one okay. quick blow. All right. So that Starly went from fighting for its dinner to conked out like that.
0: <laughs> Man, sneeze! You just had like the deadly touch here. <laughs> I guess.
1: <laughs> Enough. All right, and then. Liliana actually jumps forward herself and she decides to toss a Pokeball at that Shelmet that's been beaten up a bit. Since it seems a little beaten up and looks like he could use some help. So she throws a Pokeball at him, which connects. And that Pokeball actually shakes twice and then bursts, and that Shelmet jumps right back out, angry as ever. Aw, <laughs> oh, man. All right, Charlie, it's yours and Bernie's turn.
0: Okay. Um, and and we have separate actions, right? Yes. Hmm. Okay. So Charlie, again, interested in catching as many Pokemon as he can uh, so he can uh, study them. Um, he, he notices the Starly flying away and wants to uh, try to catch it, so he loads a Pokeball into his slingshot, and he throws it, um, if I throw it and hit the Pokemon, does it always take damage?
1: Uh, not if you don't want it to, no.
0: Okay. No, I, I just want to throw it to try and catch it, because it seems like uh, like uh, I hit it pretty pretty hard, so I just Maybe. want to throw it in, and to try and catch it.
1: Okay. So roll a d20 to hit.
0: Uh, 16.
1: Okay, that hits, then roll a d100.
0: Um, I think that's a seven. I, on the the, on the one that has tens, I got a zero zero, and then uh, seven on the one. Yeah, so that, that's just a that flat is, seven. That is a seven. Yep. Yay! That's a so good that, goal. That, <laughs> that really pokeball, it, that
1: pokeball hits, does not shake. Immediately goes ding. So that you caught a level seven male Starly. Awesome. Okay.
0: Uh, what did you say the level was again? Is it seven?
1: Level seven, yes. Level seven, male Starling. And actually, Professor Sneeze, you never actually took your turn. You just took Shmoopy's turn.
2: Oh, that's true.
1: So you can still do something. Um, you do realize, after looking at one of the Shelmet, that the uh, Shelmet that is very small is actually abnormally small. Okay. That doesn't happen. That, like, that's literally a mutation. So okay. there's something strange going on with that With split. That. Something
2: very unique and yeah. worth study and of interest to someone who is a Pokemon professor? Unique and rather rare, indeed. So, all right, that is enough for me to uh, go ahead and throw a Pokeball at it.
1: Okay. Which one is he throwing it at? He's throwing it at the tiny one, so the second one. All right. Um... One that is uninjured at the moment.
2: Right. So, D20 first. Yes. 19. That hits solidly. D100. D100.
0: 13.
1: Okay, ball shakes once. Twice. Ding! Congratulations, you have a level 5 male tiny shellmet. This shellmet is so small that its shell actually provides it extra defense, so it has plus 2 to its defense modifier. However... It can. it is so tiny, it can barely move its shell around, which gives it a minus one to its speed modifier. Hmm. Interesting. Very interesting. It's literally the tiny shell. Okay, so one is knocked out, One is. Ca- two are captured, and one is angry and has not been captured yet. Uh, Liliana takes a look at it and says Spicy, soften it up a little more. So Spicy jumps forward and goes to just hit that It lands a solid strike for it, which the thing looks like it is on its very last legs. It is holding on by just a hair here, but it is still up and going. It turns towards the person who just attacked it, so spicy here, and chucks another one of those little spikes after him, which manages to land a hit and do just a little bit of damage to him. Nothing too major he does seem like he's a little more hurt by that and then liliana decides to try throwing another pokeball at him this one lands a hit shake shake ding and liliana caught a level six female shunlet Who is a regular shunlet
0: uh Every time Charlie sees uh, sees that little ding pop up, he gets a little bit jealous because uh, you know one of his main goals is he wants to catch them all. And he's like, "Dang, I wish I would have gotten that one." <laughs> but this is all this is all eternal monologue stuff. All
1: uh, right. Okay. So that is it. You have one unconscious Shelmets. I mean, sorry, one unconscious Starly, and then the rest have have been captured.
0: Woohoo! <laughs> what do we do with the unconscious one?
1: Um. Usually they will wake up over time or else something will come around to get them. Injured. Okay. Um, you do, uh, your Pokemon who you used out there do gain five EXP for the battle.
2: Way to go, Shmoopy!
0: Uh, I just give uh, Bernie a, a nod, like, yeah, good job, man.
1: Bernie gives you an up nod. Back. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. What's up? What's up? Yeah. <laughs> Indeed. Okay. Perfect, so after that little bit of excitement, you guys can continue on. We do so. All right.
0: Charlie uh, rubs his head and still complains about, uh, he's got a little bit of a goose egg on the like, ow. <laughs> uh,
2: Let was... me take a look at that. Let me see if I can do anything for you. Uh,
0: no, it's it's okay, just leave, no, leave Charlie, me alone. Charlie, calm down, just, no, I'm going to try to help. No, just leave it alone.
1: Lily kind of just rolls her eyes and leaves, leaves you guys alone doing what you're doing.
2: Okay. Can, I, can I use a medicine education check to, like, I don't know if that would help at all. If that's more diagnostic, I don't need to, but... Um... It's more
1: diagnostic than okay. anything else. So you move along for a little bit farther, and eventually you come across a scene of, you see a couple of what looks like a purple, a small purple Pokemon with giant ears and a big horn under his head wandering around with two bluish Pokemon. With smaller ears, but still rather large and a little nubbier horn on the center of their heads, and they seem to be running around near some holes in the in the ground. And every once in a while, when they're near these holes, out pops what looks like a gray rabbit with brown tips on the ears and a brown ruff around its neck. And as soon as they pop up, all of the little all of the blue and purple pokemon rush towards them. And then they pop back down again, and it seems to be a little game that they're playing, where the uh, bunny Pokemon will pop up, and then the other ones will rush towards it and try to tag it, but it'll pop back down before they can catch it. Uh,
0: so I'm going to do i <clears throat> uh, I'm going to do a Pokemon education check to see if I recognize these Pokemon. Although I have a feeling that I personally do. <laughs>
1: okay. Uh, ten. Okay, you do recognize the purple Pokemon as a and male. Uh, the two blue, bluish or greenish types are and female, and then uh, the gray bunny type is, that's popping up is a Bunnelby. And you think, judging by the looks of them, that there are about three of them that are actually playing this game right now. But uh, that's, there may be more, but the three of them that are actively playing that you've seen. And um, pretty soon the Nidoran male actually catches sight of you guys. And just hops up and down for a second, and then rushes over you. And it runs up to Professor Sneeze and bumps him, and then runs away as though it's expecting to come after him. <laughs> Unfortunately, Professor Sneeze, it bumped you with its horn. You're poisoned.
2: Oh great! <laughs> of course he did.
1: Doesn't seem to realize what it's did, what what it's done. It's just like, well, let's play. And the knitter uh, and females are rushing towards the other two of you guys. Um, so it looks like uh, Professor Sneeze, little you're little
0: up. Yeah, take take that as a, a serious act of aggression there.
2: Um, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna try to get it. All <laughs> right, oh, trying to get me. Um, so I'll just I'll go ahead and um since smoopy has been doing so well. Uh, Shmoopy, come on out and help me out here.
1: Okay. So you release Smoopy there. Perfect. All right. Uh, Liliana is holding back a laugh, <laughs> it seems like, but uh, she takes out Spicy again. And after taking out Spicy, she actually takes a step forward and... Kind of does something where she fakes a swing at one of the uh, nidoran female with one hand and then flicks out with her whip on the other, faint attack. Which the whipman surprises enough that it takes the hit, which does some damage to it. It doesn't look terribly hurt, but it looks hurt enough that it kind of dances back and away from her. Charlie, it's
0: your turn. Um, I think. Uh, I mean, I see the nidoran female rushing at me. Uh, I take a Pokeball, put it in my sling, and I throw it using Curveball. All right. Now you're going to have to D20. remind me exactly what that does. But <laughs> D20 to hit first. Okay. Uh, that's a 10.
1: That hits, and then you roll as if it's a struggle attack, so 1D8.
0: Okay. Uh, D8, Okay. And then, the, what's the bonus I get with it being um, um, uh, in the in the sling? Because it, it's plus it's plus oh, one. Plus one
1: damage base. So it's a damage base of five, which is one d8 plus fifteen.
0: Okay. Uh, that's an eight.
1: So okay, that so uh,
0: makes his it at 23? twenty three. Yep. Okay, and, so
1: that did, and then you're gonna activate the catch it too.
0: Yes, I will. Okay. So that's the d one hundred then.
1: Yes. Okay. Because you did hit it.
0: Uh, that's an 11. Nice.
1: Okay. The ball barely shakes once before... Ding! So that is a level 7 Nidoran
0: female. Awesome. Oh, crap, I forgot my tagline.
1: Booyah! <laughs> <laughs> All right. So then you released Shmoopy. So what is Shmoopy's turn?
2: Alright, uh, I'm gonna say... Alright, Schmoopy! Hit that Nidoran with a water pulse! With a... Ugh, come on. Five? Five? Five hits? five! Yes? five hits? A five hits! Oh, yes! Okay. Oh, I'm happy about that. Um, 2d8 plus 22. That is going to be 26 total.
1: 26 total, okay that hurt it a fair bit because oh it looks like it's limping a bit now after you hit it with that solid hit there and the one Nidoran female that's still up and about is actually backing away now looking confused like what game what happened Game? <laughs> so it's confused um you notice that all of the bundle b have vanished None of them are popping up from the holes anymore. And the Nidoran male seems very upset. He decides to charge at Schmoopy, Lands a hit with his horn,
2: mm-hmm.
1: which for Peck does 21 flying point, flying type damage minus Schmoopy's defense. So 16 total damage to Shmoopy. 16, ouch. Which brings it back to... Professor Sneeze's turn.
2: Alright, I'm gonna throw a Pokeball at the Nidoran. Okay. 16 on the d20.
1: That hits.
2: The percentile... Ooh, 93.
1: Okay, the ball shakes once and then bursts open. Mm -hmm. The Nidoran looking just as angry as before. Liliana takes a look at it and then decides instead to focus on the one that she got. Right there. So she instructs Spicy to go and tackle it. Which I missed before. So Spicy runs up and hits it with a solid tackle, knocks it back just a little bit, and it's looking the worse for wear as well. And then she Wings a Pokeball at it, which hits. Shakes once, twice, and she caught a level 7 Nidoran female. All right. Way to go. Now it is Charlie's turn. Uh,
0: Charlie, uh, sees the the male Nidoran out there, and he really wants to catch it. That's kind of the one that he wanted to begin with. (laughs) Uh, so he, he grasps, grasps a Pokeball, but, uh... Going along with better judgment, he he just kind of uh, he um, encourages Sneeze to get it. Uh, y- you can do it. Uh, try again.
2: Thanks, Charlie! All
0: oh, right. That makes it smoopy turn. All right.
2: Um, how hurt does the Nidoran look? It
1: looks like it's been hurt pretty solidly. Um, not like, quite. Could another not... water
2: pulse knock it out?
1: Another water pulse... Of the same power would knock it out
2: okay um,
1: then hmm. <laughs> by the way, um professor Sneeze has taken oh yeah he has taken ten damage from uh poison in the last two turn from the last Ooh. two turns.
2: I'm not feeling too well <laughs> <laughs> all right um, well, we'll try. A mud slap. Alright, Swoopy! Mud slap! I know it's a ground type move, but.
1: That's alright.
2: Um, eight for the d20. Eight hits! Okay. Then, ooh, 21 damage on the roll total. That's probably <laughs> gonna knock it out.
0: See, because that has a weakness to ground type, doesn't yep. it? Yep,
2: yep, I was hoping it would be. I, I rolled max damage. <laughs>
0: Solid hit, and
1: the Nidoran male is unconscious. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And Actually, Bunnelby... Go ahead. Bunnelby have hidden away underground. Right.
0: Um, can I re- retroactively change my turn? It wouldn't affect anything, but I, I'd uh thinking about it now. I kind of like to do a perception check and see what else is going around here. Okay. we'll, we'll just will say that I delayed my delayed my action. Okay. Uh, that perception check, uh, I got three threes at uh, the nine. Okay. Um,
1: now that you're looking around, do you realize that uh, those Nidoran that you just caught were rather young, so probably weren't far away from their nest? <laughs> and, in fact, you can see it. Oh. Oh.
2: Yikes. You can also
1: see the what looks like the slumbering shape of... A (laughs) Niddoqueen. Right nearby. (laughs)
0: Alright. Charlie sees it. It's quiet at the moment, but... Okay. Um, uh, Foolheartedly, he he starts to walk up to the Niddoqueen and uh, pulls out his Pokedex. Okay.
1: Pulling out his Pokedex to take a look. Okay, the Niddoqueen... Uh, as you get closer the Nick queen, is not stir until you get within about ten feet. And then one large eye flicks open. <laughs>
0: uh, Charlie startles a little bit.
1: And the queen slowly rises up and stretches a bit while giving you kind of a look like you're kind of beneath my notice. And then it looks past you and sees an unconscious knitter and male on the ground. <laughs> and none of its other children. Yee. You have
0: one turn. Um, I, uh, with that turn, I yell, uh, run! <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> or, uh, Liliana's
1: already halfway down the road.
0: <laughs> yep, running after <laughs> her. with <laughs> The shooting. poison professor has to run after her. <laughs> oh. um,
2: okay, uh, we're running, 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 running.
1: You hear the bellow of an angry Nita queen behind you, but it looks like she has stopped to check her Nidoran mail, so you manage to start out distancing her. <laughs>
2: okay. Who thought being a Pokemon trainer was a good idea?
1: <laughs> Meanwhile, Professor Sneeze is feeling much the worse for wear. Yep. Um, so I'm just going to ask, did anyone get a full heal?
0: Uh, I do have a full heal, yeah.
1: Okay, I believe you are the only one.
0: Um, how are you feeling, Professor Sneeze? Can you make it to the poker center? Oh,
2: I'm not. <laughs> you feeling lose this another five petals. <laughs> I think I'm gonna be sick.
0: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Just don't don't die in us here. Uh, if you're if you're gonna die, do it somewhere else. So here, ha- have have this full heal. All right.
2: Oh, thank you. Thank you so much. Ugh. Oh, this tastes disgusting. <laughs>
0: Well, it's, it's made for Pokemon, but I think it'll do the trick for you.
1: All right, Professor Sneeze is cured of poison. Oh, there you go. All right, so you've moved along a bit from there, and it's kind of getting towards evening. Um, there is another Pokemon Center, but you'd have to travel through the night to make it there. Mm. You'd be able to make it there by the next morning, or you can camp out for the night.
2: I think we should probably just camp for the night rather than try to make it all the way throughout the night. I think we need to take a rest.
0: Uh Charlie uh being the the young young guy that is like No nah, it's fine, we can make it there. It won't be that hard to get there.
2: You forget how old I am, Charlie. I how can't... old are you? I'm I'm sixty seven. Sixty seven years old. I can't be going throughout the night. It was my bedtime about four hours ago. Uh,
0: fine. Start, don't worry. Uh, don't worry.
2: We can we can set up a camp, and we'll we'll be just fine. We can we can take it, take it easy. I've got a tent. It'll only fit me, but I've got a tent.
1: Ouch. All <laughs> right. So you head out, and the sun is starting to set to set, but then uh, you notice your eggs have been kind of shaking on and off throughout the day. Um, All three of them start
0: shaking much more energetically. Okay, Looks like they're about to
1: hatch. Right around okay. the fire that
0: i Yeah, like. exactly. Uh, would we want to keep them in their egg warmers, or would it just be, like, should we take them out and put them by the you're fire? Gonna
1: wanna, you're going to want to take them out. All
0: right. right. Uh, so I take out my, my uh, can we say what kind of eggs they are? For sure. All right. So I take out uh, the uh, poniard egg that I got from my egg... I had my egg-gathering ceremony, and I set it by the fire.
2: I set my apom egg uh, close by.
1: And Liliana puts down her her, uh, growl with egg as well. Uh, Professor Sneeze, you notice that the apom egg egg shudders and then stills,
2: Mm. and a moment
1: later you hear something from inside the egg. tapping yeah. keeps repeating
2: should i roll an intuition if you want to i will do that i am a novice at intuition which is a
1: 12 hey you can tell that it's doing an old uh basically an old jingle type thing and usually it ends with just two taps to respond so mm.
2: I finish it
1: i knock on it with as soon as you hit with the second tap the egg cracks and then and a hand shoots out to grab your your fist uh. attached to a thin purple tail hmm. An apal- the apom pulls itself fully from its shell a moment later and just curls itself up to balance at the end of your hand it blinks for a moment and then scampers up your arm using its tiny hands, feet, and tail hands to move around your head, maneuver around your head and shoulders. Cute. Uh, Charlie, while this is going on, you know, the poniard egg shudders once and then you just hear a light tapping noise.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: The tapping moves along the sides of the eggs until it reaches the top and then stops. And a moment later you hear <laughs> and two tiny metal points appear at the top of the egg. The points separate and travel down the egg, neatly bisecting the shell. Uh, the diminutive baby poniard looks at the shells, at the at the two eggshells, and then just begins cu- cutting them into long curling ribbons while ignoring you entirely. <laughs> that's
0: uh, that's awesome. <laughs> um, I just kind of like kneel down and watch him do it for a while and see. Wow, that's that's really awesome. And I just kind of look at it in, in awe. <laughs>
1: And while, when Liliana's here, I'll describe her egg hatching to her as well. But uh, needless to say, the girl, the egg hatches hatches as well as this is going on. You do notice that there's a slight sound of a detonation, but <laughs> Sorry, sir, her egg is fine. Um, Professor, Sne- Professor Sneeze, the ape bomb finishes its investigation of you and hops back down, offhandedly swiping away its eggshell with its tail as it does so.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: It looks around again, blinks up at you. And then open its mouth. Intriguing. Trainer well outside expected age parameters for time period. Did new data change parameters? It looks around. Ah! Other trainers within median range. Trainer likely an outlier. Yes. Finally, the APOM looks back to Professor Sneeze. Significance likely not understood. Should explain. Hello, trainer. I am the archetype of fact. Seems we'll be working together. Ah, <laughs> and that is the time that I think we have for
0: this session
1: <laughs> thank you so much everyone for joining us um, this was loads of fun thank you for joining us this week you can find us online at tapestryradio.org slash pokemon dash rollout on twitter at Pokemon podcast, and on Facebook at facebook.com slash rollout. Once again, I'm Nick, and you can follow me... nowhere, really. I'm just with this.
0: <laughs> uh, I'm Paul, and if you want to find me, I'm on Twitter uh, at ProfSnag.
2: I'm Michael. You can follow me on Twitter at M-G-L-I-L-I-E-N-T-H-A-L.
1: And I believe Lydia is still getting social media for Twitter set up for things. So, uh, if you like what we do here every other week on Pokemon Rolla, tell a friend, retweet us, and especially please rate us on iTunes. If these guys don't lynch me for throwing this uh, cliffhanger at them, uh, we really appreciate it. Thanks for listening, and we'll catch you later. Bye. See ya. next time on Pokemon Rollout. The trainers will have a conversation with the archetype of fact and find out just what's up with these archetypes anyways. Are there more? Well, I think at least two. After that, and perhaps some spooky early morning things, they may come into a bit of a shock before reaching Clear Lake City. Tune in next time. Editing. Yep. Indeed. <laughs> Just for the slight delay as we go through all these This is what we call good radio. Hey. <laughs> you know, this this is where they what they skipped over in the anime. This is what they did. Who's that Pokemon? That's right. <laughs> <laughs> well, Ash figured out how much how much he could leveled up and what stats he's up, he's <laughs> Yep.
0: <laughs> Cause that was obviously a, a high priority for Ash. <laughs> Definitely.
1: Yep. That's that's what he was focused on the whole time. You know, oh. Ash made his spreadsheets. <laughs> oh, this like might be i seen a spreadsheet.
2: Do you like scotch?
0: Do you like books? I'm Michael. I'm Ethan,
1: and we also like scotch and books.
2: We do. That's why we decided to do a podcast.
1: It's called Michael and Ethan in a Room with Scotch.
2: Where we talk about books.
0: But not scotch.
2: Not scotch. We are drinking the scotch in that room.
0: With the books. But we're not allowed to talk about the scotch. Or we suffer the penalty.
2: What's the penalty, Ethan?
1: The penalty is that the loser, being the person who mentions the scotch, has to perform a verbal stunt as prescribed by the winner, being the person who does not mention the scotch.
2: It's a lot of fun.
1: So if you like scotch and books and talking about books, but not scotch, then join us for Michael and Ethan in a room with scotch.
2: Please.